Good afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Probably should have unique, unique New York before we started. Yeah. <laughs> unique New York. Well, Jared, are you drinking anything? I am just drinking some uh, water mixed with a little bit of emergency. I see you like it diluted. Well, you just you just take it straight out the packet or what? I put it in four ounces <laughs> or two. I put lately since I've been near death. I've been uh, doing two and an eight ounce. Mm, that's a strong dose. Yeah, twice a day. Twice a day. Was that four thousand? Yeah. And it got me better quick. Really? Yeah, that with that. And then I was doing 12,000 IU. What does that mean, John? I looked international, international units of vitamin D and then uh, zinc. I think it's 50 IU of zinc. I can't remember. Daily. And I was better after being sick with no end in sight for 14 days that put an end to it in 48 hours dang i need that regimen good to time. know yeah i'll text it to you and now Where'd i'm taking vitamin d every day yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep taking it every day at least until we leave for hawaii which is 13 days from today yeah maybe maybe we need to take that before or Houston. For what? Oh, Houston. Houston, Houston. <laughs> John, what are you drinking? I ran up here after uh, <clears throat> holding two kids, so I don't have anything. Well, one wouldn't you. stop crying, and one needed all of my attention. Which one was which? John has a new baby, by the way. Have we recorded since he had <laughs> once? I think I don't know where those episodes even went. I'll release them if I can, <laughs> if I can find them. Um, I've been having storage issues on my computer and flash drive both, which I took care of yesterday. So hopefully, Barry, you're not on the cloud. I am on the cloud, but I was still oh. having. My my Mac is uh what ten years old probably at this point. So oh, you know, I, I think the operating system alone is. You know, they're sending firmware updates to destroy itself. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I'd like to get a new one, but I'm not going to spend the money for it anytime soon. Get an iPad Pro. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. As long as I can have GarageBand on it. I do most everything I do on an iMac or on a Mac on my iPad. Except there's some things that work better on desktop, obviously. Um, Strava mapping being one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Excel. Uh, But if you're just dilly daddling on a, you may as well just get an iPad. Yeah. I'm not really a dilly daddler. 
but I need to be able to edit the podcast and yeah, that's really about it. Get on the internet occasionally. So, uh, let's talk about the vert bet, the moment everybody's been waiting for since <laughs> June. John, tell us. That's your cue. Give us the number. I actually, you know, motherfucker, I did not actually update the. uh, So we don't even know who the winner is. Yeah, I could do that real quick, but. um, Please do. All right. You lost the numbers? This whole thing never happened, (laughs) y'all. Jared thought he found a way out. There we go. I gotta find the the app I am in more than any other app in the world. <laughs> well, I didn't get into Leadville. No, no, yeah, which is probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year <laughs> maybe next year there's always next year I really thought I might would why what, what Gabby's making a face at me what uh do you you don't do you get preference points for this like I don't uh, think so no so I know Ooh. like hard rock when you enter you get they keep you keep adding up over the years, but I really don't think you do with Leadville. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's straight up lottery luck of the draw every year. I think some people get preference, like you know, members of Lifetime. Yeah, or like I Mike, think they're automatic. Mike McKnight's going to get in. You know, I yeah. saw Andrew Glaze got in. Yeah, I thought that was funny because. He had posted a video a couple weeks ago showing all his buckles, and Leadville commented on it and goes, why isn't there a Leadville buckle in there? Uh, And then he replied, like, I've never gotten in. And then, of course, today he got in. I don't think that's a coincidence. No, probably not. Let the guy with a million Instagram followers in every time. Yeah, if you're a big influencer, I mean, dude, like, you're almost. He's also a good runner, too. Guaranteed in. He is going for 200 for his 200th week, 200 miles for his 200th week. And yeah, he already did 20 something today. Golly, yeah, I hadn't really thought of what is that? 25 a day? More than that. I'm amazed he's 30 a day. Injured. Like, it doesn't <laughs> hurt. Oh, I, I imagine he hurts. Yeah. But I don't know that he does it all. Like, he's like zone one. It'd just be like us walking all day, or me, me and John walking all day, which I'm going to get to do next Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> at about a pace of fifteen minutes a mile. Fifteen minutes a mile. I put in for the lottery. I put in the lottery. Why not? 
<laughs> yeah, I put in for it in November. I'm in trouble for <laughs> entering. I'm sure you door. told her. You signed up for what? <laughs> I didn't get in. Don't worry. <laughs> but I could have. Yeah. Um, All right, I, I got our numbers ready. Right. You guys are ready to Let's go. Uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> I don't know. I guess we should start with first because this was more about who lost than who won. Yeah. So this would be a more better. No, listen, John. You can boast. I think he's about to. Um, <laughs> all right, just throw me under right now. All right, we're gonna go with. Can we get a drum roll, please? Push me off. With, I have such a large number that I had to convert it to miles. <laughs> uh, with twenty point one zero miles, or. Uh, 106,154 feet. I, John Nenemert, won the vert bet of the 2023. I, over second place, I had 1.67 Everest. And over third, I had 1.74 Everest. Not bad. Also known as 100 to nothing. <laughs> Pretty close. Hashtag. All right. Yeah, I'm this glad week. you finally won a bet. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> Starting now. Uh, I, uh, Mine's still at week. zero, so. <laughs> 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 All right. And. The loser with 55,671 feet is Jared Bro. Dang. Having having lost by just under 2,000 feet to Barry, Dang. who had 57,628 feet over the 29 weeks of the bet. Jared, I'm not going to lie. I was real worried you were going to take advantage of your five oh. hour time difference it it crossed my mind but i was like i was thinking do i risk it all now this week because he said you weren't feeling good he said you weren't feeling good either and i was like man i could really but it was it was i was like this close to houston i don't, I don't think i can yeah, that was I I had that talk with myself internally quite a bit. I'm like, I don't think Jared's gonna compromise his Houston training to do a last minute midnight <laughs> mountain climb to beat me, but I was worried. I checked first thing on January first. I'm like, all right. <laughs> we went and climbed that that rail rate that rail. I, dude, yeah, it crossed my mind. I was like, if I do it three times, I think I can <laughs> I think I can beat very well. I was like, I just I can't risk it right now. So to put that number in perspective though, I that's I put over two thousand feet on January on December thirty first on a rolled ankle. Uh, you you could have done it, and you did double the vert. Was this well? 
You're not two weeks out from the marathon, though, John. (laughs) Well, I don't. I also don't have to uh, eat fifty donuts in a day. Yeah. So, what's your plan Uh, to for your punishment, Jared? Yeah, my plan is to run at least thirty miles one day, and uh, you know, eat ten or ten or twelve donuts. That shouldn't be a problem. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Uh, be the beers, the beers, I might have some trouble near the end, but I'll just eat another donut if it comes down to that. Yeah. Go for another run. Yeah, if you start the run early enough in the day, that's that would be the thing because I it had crossed my mind is how you know what I would do. You just got to have that run done early so you can get started on the other stuff. Well, I will use the donuts as fuel during my run. So that's a good idea. At least a few of them. I'm kind of wanting to do something crazy too. There's one route that I want to do that. Um, When's hurt next huh? week or this weekend? The hurt 100. Yeah. Which we can talk about that also. You could go they do had, that as part. They of had to reroute the course. Because there's a landslide. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's going to be harder than the original route. It's even this... harder. I think it's this weekend. It is. is it? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can get in, though. It looks like a lottery. And you need a, a, a prereq. You need a 50-mile prereq. And volunteer work. Goodness. Anything else? (laughs) And uh, worth of $1.5 million. You have to be an accredited investor, too. (laughs) There's a couple of folks in uh, my Thursday run group that have either done it or are doing it. Are there only 15 spots available? Uh-oh, Jared's frozen. Or am I frozen? Hello? No, I'm here. I can see you. Jared's frozen. <laughs> Jared's <a> goner. <clears throat> um, well, I wonder when he's... I guess we... What was the timeline for making amends the first quarter? We said first quarter, yes. I might be willing to be a little flexible with him on that if he were to find something. Yeah. Jared's power went out. Well, I guess we should press on. I guess, yeah, let's we'll see if it get back on. Probably North Korea. Our power. It's probably making its way here. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're minutes away. Yeah, it'll be me next. Yeah, if you lose me here. Folks, this could be the end. Yeah. Did you ever watch that Obama movie? The oh, I never did. What's what was it called? Um, Leave the world behind. Is that it, a it had potential or... to be great or good at least? But I have like Julia Roberts in it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, I was thinking you were oh. watching a documentary. And uh, who else was in that? That's really it. Uh, I said that guy from 
Uh, what's that? House of Cards. Yeah, the black guy. Mm -hmm. I thought he had uh, been in House of Cards. Mayor Shala. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Me, her, Shala. Ollie. <clears throat> it's pretty good. I just I have to check that out. Just doesn't seem like a lot of these movies they put as much effort into the acting as they used to. That's how I felt with the stand too. It's like, which I still have one episode left. Maybe I'll watch that this evening. But uh, the acting just seems so cheesy in it, like overdone almost. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. not natural. Well, John. How'd your 2023 goals turn out? Well, fitness-wise, I had set a goal of 1,000 miles. Uh, basically anything, not a bike, but... Uh, so, And it was all going to be run. I swam a little bit. And 365 hours of exercise and to run a 50K. Um, I got the... 1,000 miles with about a 1,080, if you include the swimming, uh, the two swims I did. And so I was pleased with that. That's my biggest year running ever, or whatever you want to call it, moving on my feet. Yeah. Um, and then ultra running. We'll call it ultra running. That's <laughs> practicing for the last 20 miles of an ultra all year. Uh, and time wise, I had to readjust it to 350 hours, which I hit on January or December 31st. Yeah. Um, I was pleased with that. That's 58 minutes a day. Uh, also irritated that I didn't get the other 15 hours, but you do what you can do. And good. wow, that's pretty crazy though to think about how, uh, whatever two minutes a day yeah so yeah. 15 minutes a week yeah so if i had stretched and counted it which i mean i could i could be that crazy but yeah i also probably missed 15 runs throughout the mm -hmm. that would have been an hour <clears throat> i z i zeroed a week at one point in may so that could have added to that yeah yeah i had well we can talk about it when I'll have my reflections momentarily. Go ahead. Go on. But yeah, I mean it was I think it was a pretty good year. Um got a little hairy at the but midway point. Uh and the Burt Bet kind of brought me back to life. Um I I'm trying to open some notes here, some reflections on the year. Um one thing I did though was like Embracing the mundane was really um, helped me out get through the year. Uh, not everything's going to be an epic adventure, especially you, you can't go to the Rockies every day. Yeah, and, and I mean, even if I lived yeah. in Denver, I could I wouldn't be able to get up into the Rockies every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me and me and Abe were talking about that last week or so when we were running. It's like. It's hard. It's real easy to be envious of those people, but you know, even uh, you know, even if you lived in Boulder, you'd still a lot of those guys probably still have a two-hour drive to get to something different and no, mm -hmm. which would be like me driving to Fort Davis. Yeah. 
so I mean, that's I spent a lot of the year, a lot of my miles were on the same stretch of hill where I just did up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm blessed that it was on a trail and not a road in my neighborhood, but yeah, um, I mean, that gets boring real quick. Yeah, it does. Well, I'll tell you. But that let me go up and go do Green Mountain, which is the goal I had set. Um, gave me the legs to do that. And I remember getting up there and thinking well, that was it. And that's just because of the work I put in on that hill. Right, yeah, you're used to dying on things like that. Yeah. Um, that's be willing to go put in those process miles and you're not going to set records every day. And, but one day you, you will wake, you'll look up and you'll have gotten your fastest time on a segment or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm kicking myself for not being more, more consistent because especially with this heart rate training, it only works if you're consistent, mm -hmm. you know? And so I kind of screwed the pooch on that, but there's always tomorrow. Yep. I think it's um, it's one thing to a lot of these things you know, like you know it's good to be consistent, but you don't really think it works until it actually you actually do it. Right. It's just you have to like you have to see it work for yourself, even though you've heard about it thousand well, times. I over. mean, yeah, same same with eating. Yeah. You know, it's like, I know I'm going to lose weight if I eat good for 90 days. Yeah. But God forbid I give up Chewies this weekend. Yeah. And just drive past it. Can't drive past it and not stop. It's right. 45 minutes from my house. Yeah. What if I um, never get to have Chewies again? What if the, that EMP makes its way over here? And you know what? If the EMP does, we'll be glad we hadn't been eating Chewies. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we think Jared might have got hit with the EMP, by the way. He's uh he went he stopped dark. texting. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone dark. So what's uh twenty twenty four looking like then? Time to change notes. All right. As far as what I kind of just said is uh I want to do fifteen hundred miles. Uh that's based on fifty weeks in the year. I know there's 52, uh, so that's 30 miles a week. I, for the record, it's January 8th, and I'm already behind. I missed my long run this weekend. Um, but I made some choices there. Uh, 500 exercise hours. Again, that's based off of 10 hours a week times 50. And 300 active days. I think. Yeah, especially with what I want to do. And what I need to be doing is also strength training. Yeah. I easily get seven hours a week get, doing 30 miles. Yeah. And last year I had about 250 active days. I think I was just short of that, but I've decided I want to get 300 active days. And that is based off of six um, times 50. Uh, so, because it, it was it was weird looking back up your Strava and you're like, I had that many days where I didn't do anything. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I had I, over a hundred days <laughs> on the year in review. Well, that's yeah. how I was thinking. You know, when I was doing mine, thinking the ninety percent, and you're like, holy shit, 
I can drink 10% of the days of the year, and that's over a month of the year that I can spend drinking or eating shit or however. Mm -hmm. That's pretty eye-opening, thinking about it that way. But it's hard to think about it that way on a on your day to day. And then from a so those are my kind of like fitness goals and everything kind of revolves around fitness, which I think everything revolves around fitness. Yeah. But um uh my Muskogee for the year is uh the URE and I decided on the one hundred K. Nice mostly because they put in a re- prereq that I wasn't gonna get beforehand. Uh actually I would, but <clears throat> not until September. Um, and when is that's that? In Oct- October. That's in October. Yeah, mid October. And got half off for volunteering last year. Nice, which is a significant chunk of change. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And while we're talking about it, just for the just the word of warning, um, Ultra Sign Up will only let you use one gift card per race. Um, so if you ask for only ultra sign up gift cards from your entire family, you're going to accumulate a large number of gift cards. They also have a max. You can only buy a, get a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. So I had six gift cards so that, that I now have to spread out over races. I thought I was going to be signing up for races for free. <laughs> um, but just a word of warning to everyone. That does kind of suck though. Yeah. And I just have that I have, I want to do Kevin's rule, which is doing something I wouldn't normally have done um, once every eight weeks. Uh, This will get into what I did for my first one of the year, but I want to do some backpacking again. I haven't done that in a while and backpack with the kids. Yeah. Good. And you got your big ass calendar back there, which, uh, Anybody who's familiar with the Masogi and the Kevin's rule is probably familiar with the big ass calendar as well. Yeah, I want one. I was I was playing around in Excel actually today. I'm like, how can I make one of these on like a regular size paper? <laughs> and he yeah. just he can't really. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know how many it's 31 squares times. It's 31 squares times 12. It's just a, with the numbers at the top and the weekends highlighted. Yeah. Cool. Anything else on your 24 goals? That's really all I do have. I want to hunt a deer. So we'll, that's kind of a um, back burner goal, but I'd yeah. like to. <laughs> Those, so that's what this year I had my goals and then I had like my resolutions. And so I would, Mm -hmm. I would put that more in the, yeah. Like, Oh, this is something I want to do, but I'm not going to like go too far out of my way (laughs) to do it. I'll I'll keep it in mind. If I meet a hunter that can get me out there. (laughs) Excellent. If the stars align for it. Yeah. Mine was to play more golf, which is like one of those non-smart goals. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So well, I think my my 2023 goals, you know, I kind of have the same ones every year. 
I wanted to run the Paladuro 50 mile, which didn't happen. A couple of reasons. Uh, one, I don't think, I don't think I could have done it anyways. And so I downgraded to the 50 K, but then I failed to do that even, uh, cause I was sick and just, uh, didn't have the, the will to fight that day. And to run the Big Bend 50K, which I did, that was a year ago this weekend. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to run 2,023 kilometers, which is like 1,258 miles. I think I ended the year at um, 1,100. Yeah, uh, close, close to 1100. I think it was like, uh, 1098 of running miles. And, uh, I could have gotten the 2024 kilometers if I had done all my December training, like I was supposed to, but, uh, I got sick again and, uh, wasn't able to make that happen. So not, not my best efforts last year. I did though, uh, still, that was still a record running year for me by a long ways and, uh, did some cool stuff and got hooked in with a coach I like working with and, and got a little better. I think I've, I've lost it a little bit, but kind of like you said, I just embracing the mundane, I'm not near as good at it as I used to be. I used to just be like, all right, I'm getting up at four 30 every day and I'm running my 10 K, you know, didn't matter no matter what that was happening. And that's where I need to get back to. If I ever plan to achieve the, like the real, the real long-term running goals that I have for myself, which are, you know, to be able to do hundred milers and beyond. And so that being said, my 2024 goals, um, are similar. I want to do 2,024 kilometers, which is uh, only a mile more than last year, if even. 0.62. Yeah, it'll be uh, 100. It'll be, what, about 125 more miles than I'd actually ran. Um, and then I want to run the Big Bend 50, which I'm doing Sunday. Uh on which is January 14th today's January 7th and I'm signed up for the last call 50 miler in fair play Colorado in July that's really my ultimate running goal for the year um everything else can kind of I guess that's that's probably my Masogi uh is to get to that race and feel like I belong there and look like I belong there and uh, hopefully perform like I belong there. And so, and hopefully by doing all that, I will somehow manage to lose 50 pounds along the way, but I'm focusing my, my focus this year. I have those, those, uh, those defined targets, but one thing I really want to work on uh, is being more consistent across the board. Um, I think, I've heard them called um, process goals. It's like yeah. focus on eating the right way 90% of the time and 
doing what's on my training plan 90% of the time and reading every day 90% of the time. And so if I do that, all, you know, these, these hard goals I've set for myself will, will work out. Oh, that's, yeah, <clears throat> that's kind of how I put all my goals up too. They're, they're more of what can I do in a week times a year? Yeah. And I should definitely be able to hit them if I can just execute in that week or, or in that day, really. Right. Well, it all boils down to, that's what Andy Fasella always says. You got to win the day and you just got to win one day at a time. And as you stack those wins, eventually you become a winner. I have found the loser's mindset to debunk what he says, but we won't go there because it's yeah. a loser's mindset. <laughs> it's the easy mindset too. Yeah. So, well, I had next talk to Jared about how he's feeling for Houston. I bet he's feeling pretty good because he sacrificed the vert bet to train for Houston. But he did come off a he has been dealing with a bit of an injury. Yeah, and sick too. This this year everybody has been sick, it seems. I think we it's probably like we're all back to normal for the most part. So we're now we had been whether you intended to or not even kind of steering clear of people yeah um well that's what i noticed was at work it's like everybody was sick and two years ago everybody would have been like oh i gotta stay home for two weeks well yeah i had to go to this meeting for with in december with my company where we brought people in from all over the country for a week and we're all staying in the same hotel. We didn't leave the hotel other than one time to go to dinner all together in the same bus. And they said, if you're sick, don't come. But everyone left there sick. So, yeah, I even you weren't sick. I didn't get out there. You were sick when you were leaving for sure. Yeah. I, I dealt with something for like a day, but I know everybody else was sick as well. So, well, that's, you know, used to when I would get sick, it'd be like, a 48 hour thing, you know, and I probably just needed like 12 hours of sleep one night, but these last two rounds, which have been within the last 90 days, both of them have been like multiple week ordeals. And it's not like, Oh, I don't feel good. It's like, I have to be laying down <laughs> pretty much. So something different. I think Jared's goal for Houston is sub 250 after injury and illness. So we'll see. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> Must be nice to put in all that work and be <laughs> consistent about it and eat like you, you want to yeah. run a 250 <laughs> marathon. So then I've got Big Bend on Sunday, as I've mentioned. We'll see how it goes. Well, good luck. I wish I was there this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a nice day. It looks like I'm hoping to do it in under 13 hours. That would be pretty much maintaining my pace from the 50K last year through the whole thing, which I think I'm capable of doing if I just try. Do you run the 50K first and then go run the, is it 20K, 30K? Uh, 30K, yeah. 
Yeah, so it'll be the yeah, you kind of you have to come back into the start finish and then just go do that 30k route. That's actually in the email they sent this morning. They're like, we're not gonna mark the 50 mile course. So remember it's 50k and then 30k. Which That's makes fair. which makes sense, yeah, because it would probably actually be more confusing if the Yeah. They should let yeah, you it, whichever order you want. Like, I'm gonna do the 30k part first and then go do the <laughs> I'm sure there's an aid station way out there on the 30k or on the 50k. Well, actually on both of them. They probably want to be able to close up. Yeah, not have those guys out there till 6 p.m. Two-hour drive down a dirt road. Yeah. The aid station. In the middle of the night in a creepy area. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, uh, I need to get organized and get my mind right, though, which I'm going to work on this evening. Because I don't know what I'm going to wear or what I'm going to eat. Which, you know, I don't know how I'm going to carry water. <laughs> yeah. Usually those are things you want to have hashed out, you know, like a month ago. Did you let your bottles get moldy? Is that what the issue is? Uh, one of them, yeah. One of them had some tailwind in it or something. Mm. And it just like got funky. <laughs> And the other one is just MIA at the moment. I think I can probably find it, but. And they're $40. Yeah. It's replacement. A whole vest is only 60. You can get a damn. What is it? Two liter pack with whatever the two liter reservoir. Yeah. Which may be what I end up doing. I might even just throw some Nalgene's in my pack. I don't know. But. It is convenient. Yeah, I let mine get nasty. I left tailwind in them because they they tucked down in there, and I just like took it off and went went yeah. about my day. That's something I that should be one of my resolutions too. Is more disciplined about my post long run cleanup. I've been pretty good about it, but that was a that was post the fifty k where I was like being re- relaxed about everything. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> how was your uh class? Oh, it was yeah. So I uh, I signed up for a land navigation class with the um field craft survival, and they're based out in Utah, but they have a I don't know like a satellite campus store or whatever you want to call it out in Aberdeen, North Carolina, which is outside of Fayetteville also known as Fort Bragg or Fort Liberty, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it was uh, really cool. It was spent, it was about an hour and 45 minutes from a house and um, is run by their head of whatever. I don't know what he does. He's director of something, but he writes all their blogs and they, they feature him, uh, Kevin Estella. Uh, who's not military, but he's spent his whole career like training uh, for navigation. But you learn how to use a compass, uh, how to use the map. Yeah, I had a basic understanding of it because I had read the Knowles Wilderness Navigation, but it was it's boring. So and then like so on the map, there's all these 
grids on there and you're able to learn how to read those figure out where you're at on them if you know where you're at you can read off the court the utm coordinates mm-hmm. and learned about those i because i had gotten to that point and i'm like what the hell does this even mean time to right. stop <laughs> and then just kind of like practical things like um learning like so you're you get a um azimuth um or bearing wherever you're heading and then but you got a lake in front of you you can like then get it take a bearing 90 degrees 90 degrees 90 degrees you box it is what it's called you can also dog like it which is 45 degrees and 45 degrees around it stuff like that but we also paced so we walked 100 feet 20 times and I got an idea what my pace was. And then we tested it out. I was within like 3% of what he measured um, based off of pacing. So yeah, I see. Cool. Uh, Pat Pat McNamara is always like, reminder to know your 100 pace distance or something. Hmm. <laughs> and What's the purpose that was, of that? Just to... So you can measure on your map that you're... 2000 meters away. Oh, cool. And, and so you need to know when you're going to, especially if you don't, if you're, like you're not walking, if you're walking up to a lake, that's one thing. But it's also good to know that if you've walked, you got 2000 paces um, and you should be there and you hit that and you're like, uh, we, I'm at 3000 paces and I haven't hit. Yeah. What's wrong? You probably should have, you probably should have dealt with it before then. But yeah. Um, and what else did we do? We like we made route cards, um, and then we also did the triangulation, which is the one thing I did learn because I was doing that out in, when you and I were in Big Bend in 2021. Yeah, I remember that because you can do it out there. Can't really do it out here, but also helped us like learn what we should, what kind of garment stuff we should get if we want to uh, get that because. It is modern stuff, so what we can you can use modern stuff, but there's also learning how to use the primitive yeah. stuff. So you that you doesn't need batteries. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, you need to. Well, cool. Wasn't that one of and your that, Kevin's rule things? Yeah, so I, that was my Kevin's rule thing. I, um, I, it's pretty cool to get out there because. There's a lot of like-minded people, and then they 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 have a store there. So all the stuff that's sold out on the Fieldcraft website, they actually have in stock there. Oh, cool! It's, it's not How open many to the public. There's about ten of us. Some of them military, some of them people that like run camps, and they're trying to kind of add on to their skills so that they can yeah. teach kids. Cool, good. But I also I took that and I found an orienteering club which is a little bit different than land navigation, but same, same, but different. Yeah. I was uh, wondering what that was. And I found it, the, they had a, I don't know what you call it race or whatever. The next day after my class, I, I decided that I just going to show up there with my compass and see if they'd let me do it. And they did. So that was pretty cool. They have a map and they have what they call controls that you have to go find and you have a little thing that you stick in the control to say that you got there. Um, I was able to use the skills I'd learned the day before. Wow. And 
get through it. I got third place. Uh, sec- uh, second place beat me by 11 seconds. <laughs> it ended up, it was on a trail I know fairly well. Like, I've had the local legend on it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and, and I mean, it, th- not everything was on the trail, but it was essentially on this this loop that I ran 10 times in a, in a day before. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I had to cross over a stream a couple times that I hadn't done before. But if I hadn't been trying to, like, kind of do the technical stuff, like measure, um, act, go with the bearing, I, I could have just ended up at these spots and probably won. Yeah, the fastest time. I don't know if you win anything, but <laughs> right. But, I mean, that my compass got me to the first thing. I kind of everything was kind of a blur. I just measured the uh the what bearing I should take and took that. Ended up at the first control and kept going from there. It took me about forty minutes to do the beginner one, which yeah. I, I thought that was a good use of my day. Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool that they have something like that. Yeah, they they have radio orienteering. I don't know if I'm going to get that nerded out about it, but I think they're listening for like ham radio like, stuff. I think it's more like a, they have like a beacon, and you have a headphones and a like a receiver. Oh, really? You got to go find it or what? Yeah, yeah. Like hot and cold. I don't know. Don't <laughs> you can look up radio orienteering? I haven't looked into it that close. I just saw pictures, and it looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're just walking around through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I plan on going out to their next event that they're having. Uh, might even take my, take a kid. Cool. <clears throat> That's neat. Yeah, I'd keep going to those. You never know, especially if they, you know, might get the opportunity to do something. It'd be cool to do almost like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's totally what we, like totally bushwhacking, you know. Yeah, now that I know how to like read uh, like GPS coordinates and stuff, especially not like longitude and latitude, which are minutes and um, degrees and stuff. Like, I, it'd be cool to kind of do that geocaching stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. What is that? Like go stash something. Yeah, and then go find it. I need to actually email my instructor and be like, hey, guess what I did the day after? Yeah. <laughs> but like you in the class, you learned about grid north and magnetic north and true north. But in the orienteering map, you're just using magnetic north, which I guess makes it easy. Um, that map is showing you where you just you don't have to mess with the it's called the declination. Yeah. Magnetic north is not actually true north. So depending on where you're at in the U.S., you have to adjust your um, uh, compass. How to get it calibrated. Yeah. So like out here, it's and it runs through like, like kind of like down the Mississippi. So out here, I'm going one way. And out in Big Bend, I'd go the other way. The other way. And that's for magnetic north, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're taking it so you can your compass is actually going to skew off your your compass needle is going to skew off if you were heading north like a few degrees yeah so if you're heading grid north and true north or close enough do uh so do you think that supports 
the flat earth theory or uh the guy made a comment and that said <laughs> uh for those of you that think the earth is flat the earth is round yeah <laughs> oh. oh but i'd be willing how does he know i don't know i don't know if he's <laughs> ever been up i don't i'm not going to believe anything until i see it with my own eyes these days yeah. <laughs> i don't know what else they've been lying to us about but i also kind of don't care yeah well i know that's kind of like what am i going to do about it uh-huh. it's flat <laughs> see i told you motherfucker yeah <laughs> doesn't change i still got to get up and go to work in the morning either way <laughs> yeah so all right then jared i hope you're okay out there yeah good luck we'll miss you yeah Hope you've got some water. Yeah. I was, Hope you listened to me the last time we talked about books. Man, I've been it's been heavy on my mind since we talked about it. Going to get some. We've probably got 10 gallons, maybe. Which isn't bad, but we need like what's it? What is it? Two gallons per day per person for two weeks? Um, one gallon per person per day for two weeks. So 14 gallons per person. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm a... probably about 20 gallons short of that. I at least have water now. Yeah. I can go filter some water out here. Yeah. That's an option I don't have. <sighs> I can go find a spring though, maybe. So, well, all right then. We will talk to y'all next week.